You are listening to the Cyfidelli Podcast, episode 126, The Orville Discovery. The Cyfidelli Podcast contains adult languages and mature themes, so listener discretion is advised. Say welcome to the Sci Fidelity Podcast. I'm Steve. Yeah. This is Patrick. This is, my, this is Michael. This is Brian. Welcome easy, aboard. Easy. Last yeah. time uh, in episode 125, we were talking about the new CBS uh, Star Trek Star- show Say called it. The <laughs> Discovery. Star Trek Discovery! You may orders. have discovered that, well, once you get up to about episode three, you know why the show is called what it is. That's a nice <laughs> yeah. revelation. There were many jokes on the opening night about eventually there will be some discovery in your Star Trek discovery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but this time we're talking like about Whatever. the other sci-fi. Not that, Michael. The show. Yeah, it took show. me a second to realize that you meant female mutineer, Michael. And not me. I saw you it on discovered your face. I was an asshole like years ago. Years ago. No, <laughs> yeah, I saw it on your much. face and you were like, I'm plotting that motherfucker's demise. That's how like, they whoa, introduce whoa. you now, right? Have you met Michael? He's an asshole. <laughs> Michael, the asshole Josie Wells. Um, uh, <laughs> nice. No, it's Connie Swells. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you guys want to hear what I didn't like about the first two episodes? Oh, hell no. Please. Yeah, oh, no. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, Brian, yeah, please. Why didn't they send a probe out to look at that funny beacon? They did. It the, was just a human-based probe. Yeah, a human-based <laughs> probe who had 20 minutes to get there and get back before they suffered irreversible radiation damage. Yeah. 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 You send up. That's what drones hey, are you for. you got to break a couple of eggs if you want to have omelets. So, I, thought they okay, had, Brian, I thought they had covered Brian. that in the show. Yeah, there was a... There was a radiation field, and they couldn't... Uh, so they can't they, remote yeah. control the drone. They can't build a drone with enough AI to dodge rocks nope. <laughs> that are stationary. <laughs> the rocks were all, relatively speaking, stationary. The only reason hey. Michael had to fly in at high speed was because she had a 20-minute time limit. If she hadn't had nope. that, she could have coasted in. Any, uh, you know, Anybody could have got there. The so. only software was used for making holograms that we have since discarded yes. for like the next... Do you know the... Patrick, I'm not Patrick. Brian, do yeah. you know the odds of safely navigating an asteroid field? I know. Go. That's why you send a drone. That's why you send maybe several drones. No, no, no. Michael said, "Never tell me the odds." Is what she said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess she did. Uh, so now, to be fair, I did some research, and aside from some signal drones deployed by Enterprise in Star Trek Enterprise, we don't actually see proper drones in Star Trek uh, that can be deployed by a starship until the next generation. So maybe the Shinzu had no drone. Yeah, well, and maybe the, they and, should and watch the, the Abyss. Too smart to do that shit. 
Well, we can make holograms, but we sure she can't make drones. Yeah, let's just be clear about that shit. So uh, that was that was my biggest technical thing that I was like, really, really, all right, we got to have our little J.J. Abrams moment where we're flying around in a spacesuit, nearly hitting things. So, well, I will say this. I'll just say this one little thing because I thought it was funny. I used to make jokes about how the bridge on the J.J. Abrams movies looked like an Apple store. Well, Mm -hmm. this one, which is said 10 years before that, kind of looks like not an Apple store so much, but maybe like the Sprint store where they sell Apple's products. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, it definitely looked like you, it looked like a, uh, a, a, a store at the mall. That's what it looked yeah. like. Oh. <laughs> hey, Brian. So uh, this is a, you're a good person to ask. So I, there was some confusion. So when they say that this is 10 years before Kirk, is this 10 years before Kirk is born or 10 years before well, Kirk they, takes command of the they Enterprise? They kept saying over and over it was 10 years before the five-year mission. And then in the fir- opening scenes of the first episode, Michael does, gives the star date and then the Earth date. And it's actually only nine years before the five-year mission. So, But yes, that's where we are. Is nine okay. years before classic yeah. Kirk's five-year yeah. mission. Um, now He so, just so, said that shit. He so just said twelve years Earth after JJ Trek is right uh, because well JJ Trek was like I think what fifty three for the first one fifty four for the second and then what three years later for the third so yeah but, was... but what I'm saying is Kirk got command of the Enterprise when he was nineteen uh, in JJ Trek and he didn't get he didn't start the five year mission till he was thirty something in classic Trek so. So it, it's are five you years saying before, there's a continuity it's nine error? Years, it's nine years before the prime Kirk take gets his starts his five year mission. It's actually after after Kel, after Kelvin Kirk starts his five year mission because Kelvin yes. Kirk got it. This, everything is pushed back started much earlier in the Kelvin verse. So exactly. was he was he supposed to be nineteen in the Kelvin's work? No, I, just I think he's supposed just... to be 23 in the at the by the time he gets on board the Enterprise. Obviously, the the first movie spans decades, but um, but by the time he's on board the Enterprise, I think he's supposed to be 24, 23. Something I don't know. I don't oh, know. oh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. That four years is completely different. He's look. He was bring your kids to work day, and yeah, him yeah. and the rest of the fucking crew. I, whatever. What I am old hey. enough now that twenty three and nineteen are the same fucking thing. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I wasn't going to point I, it I, out I until somebody asked. <laughs> so, I don't. Yeah. I don't entirely disagree. I just the only reason why. By the way, that is my personal subtitle for Star Trek Eleven: Bring your kid to work day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because everybody if you're a looks like year vet no. in the Starfleet, <laughs> and uh, you don't give a shit if they're 19 or 23. Here, here's a question. Here's a question. Uh, I don't think this is happening this season, but they have said they're throwing out the anthology plan and just going to do more discovery if they get a season two. Um, and it's not going to be originally there was going to be a whole new different Star Trek show if they got a season two. Um, if they in season two decided they wanted to bring in Christopher Pike or Spock, both of whom would be serving together on the Enterprise, would you be okay with them bringing in Zachary Quinto and um, uh, the guy who played Pike? Uh, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Yeah, anyway, the yeah, guy, yeah. No, the, those, Kelvin those, Pike. Those, those actors were fine. Um, and what's his face looks like Spock. Quinto okay. looks like Spock. So I'm, I would I'm think, cool with that. 
I would say Quinto did a good enough job that I think he... How good was the guy who played Sarek? I just want to just be real. That guy was really good at that role. I had, I had no I, problem I, with I, I'm looking at Patrick's face, and I feel like he does not agree with me. Uh, no, it's, it's just that he's done some other things, and so I see him as the other things instead of as Sarek, right? So... So I see him as uh, Ferdinand from Orphan Black, or uh, all right, I'll give uh, you that one. Frederick from True Blood. So yeah, <laughs> so like I was like oh, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah, it's so like oh yeah, no no no, you're supposed to be Spock's daddy. Okay, all right, that's. Uh, I whatever. guess I was I was, I'll just say five minutes in, I was I was fucking in. I wasn't. I was engrossed. I wasn't thinking I about other shit. Like all this shit that I thought about that we kind of complained about and I even had some complaints. I thought about that shit after I saw the episode. <laughs> I was pretty like, captivated. I was I, the probe thing. I even that was like after it had happened, I started thinking that seemed isn't there a safer way to have done that? But after she was in the radiation chamber and then I said, well, probes, duh. God. But yeah, the well, show had me sucked in. I will say this. It's a good time. To be a Star Trek fan, because we also have another show out there that yeah. seems to be doing really good. Is anyone you, watching you... Orville? I've seen, yes. Orville? I've seen the first yeah. three episodes. First, three, I yeah, okay. really like it, and I feel like it gets better with each episode. It does. Yeah, yeah. So anybody, just in case, just as I will say this for anybody that watched the first episode of the Orville and said this sucks, I'm not going to watch it. Second and third episodes are are infinitely better. Than that first episode. That first episode yeah. was awkward. Um, yes, but they kind of they kind of found their stride on two and three. So, um, and I will say that it's still a little bit awkward, but I feel like it's awkward in that way that most good shows. Because if you look at the first season of Buffy, which I think most people who would listen to this would call a good show, that first season is awkward as fuck. <laughs> well, uh, and, so and I, like, and the first show. episode I felt was really worrying because i wanted the show to be good and there were enough elements there with predictable yeah. humor and i mean interesting ideas but sort of dumb execution i was like man i'm not sure if i'm gonna be in for this this I is a little bit of a chore to watch that was I, i'm with steve on that let me just point out that dumb execution is the steph mcfarlane way that's just yeah, how no, he rolls. It, it was a little too much shtick. Yeah. And not enough story. I mean, well, I, I uh, like even it, the story elements that we got story. were I I will say dumb. And this is yeah, this is yeah. an observation that me and my the missus have made while we're watching the show. Uh is that yeah, I know I called her the missus. <laughs> no, I just I what? That's fine. I'm not joking. So, so, uh, this is an observation that we made while watching the show was, uh, when you get into the second and third and even fourth episode, uh, there's like two or three jokes in the whole episode and they just, it's almost played like a straight Star Trek episode. Yeah, it's just an yeah. episode of Star Trek and they make like two or three jokes and that's yeah. pretty and much out, it. And are really awkward actually because they don't really feel like they fit with the rest of the episode, but, and they don't. And that some of them are funny. Like I will think again, we're just going to go into straight spoilery. I thought the whole thing about the holodeck, uh, battle, the dance battle. I thought that was funny. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was funny, especially when the music started. 
I started laughing my ass off. <laughs> that one, that one was that one worked out great. Like it fit in the in that part of the show uh, to make that joke. My mm. my favorite joke is still I have a bullying law named after me. That that <laughs> I had to I had to pause it and rewind. I laughed so hard over that one. I, I, I also give them, th- there are definitely some laughs to be found in this show. <laughs> I also thought it was funny when they walked in and the guy was sitting on the egg. I find male nudity <laughs> to be funny. Apparently, <laughs> I laughed my ass off at that. I don't know why, but I just thought that was hilarious. I mean, I I like the part where where you know they put her in command and then some shit happens and she just uh uh I I gotta go so I can throw up like I thought <laughs> yeah because that's that's something you'll never get on like a real Star Trek but yeah. it's it fits with that character because this is like her first command ever and mm-hmm. she's like look I have never had any of this experience I've been through the academy yeah yeah this is the first time like some real shit has happened and I'm on my own. And they left me on the, on my own because they thought nothing would happen. I'm sick to my stomach. And I you thought know what that it is. was very, very funny. These people aren't the best of the best on the flagship. Yes. Nope. That, that, <laughs> and, and, that, and that works. A difference. I, feel like, I feel like if Seth MacFarlane had, if like the, the Star Trek franchise was still running strong like it was in, say, the late 90s, uh, and Seth MacFarlane was around back then, and they said, hey, we want you to make a Star Trek sitcom, I feel like this is what you would have gotten. Because I feel like it's basically just Star Trek with just just uh, enough sitcom thrown in to make it a comedy, but not so much that it's taken overboard. And I think that's what the problem with the first episode was. They went a little overboard with the comedy, and then after then, they were like, okay, let's just tone that down a little bit. And it's still a comedy, but that doesn't seem to be the main focus. <laughs> I I, uh, I have to admit, I, I, I give the show lots of points for ambition and for trying, and I'm going to keep watching to see what it turns into, but I have no idea what this show is trying to be or where it's trying to go. And I mean, they did a comedy where about mutilating babies and at the end they, the baby gets mutilated and everyone's kind of like, well, that's a bit sucks, but I guess we can forgive everyone who's involved. And I'm like, I can't, I can't forgive these people. I I don't like that. You're for the fact that you're able to forgive them for this kind of makes me not want to forgive you or like you guys. I really don't know if I want to tune in and watch these people and the legal defense they mounted to try to protect the baby was so poorly executed for laughs that I kind of felt like, Oh yeah, you're, you're making jokes. This baby's going to get cut up because you guys want to sit around and make jokes. You fuckers. Uh, so I I feel like you were going to get an addictomy. So I think, well, uh, yeah. She was actually getting I, more stuff. Yeah. She wasn't getting I cut feel, up. She's getting yeah. put on. I feel like you had a much stronger reaction to that. I get where they were coming from, but I actually did. I felt like I was watching Star Trek, and then when you're watching Star Trek, it's not like the Ferengi society doesn't have fucked up aspects oh, no, to no, it. No, 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 but it's, you, but you watch it, like and it you, doesn't change. Right, because right. of just because we don't agree with it doesn't mean that it changes. Yeah, this, this ep- that yeah. that third episode really reminded me of that uh, episode of TNG where Riker falls for the the person on the androgynous planet that is kind of yeah, right. leaning towards acting female, and yeah. at the end of that episode, it's the same thing, right? Like she goes in, they they take her and they they. Uh, take her for re-education and she comes yeah. out and she's and, and like then at the, the societal end it, norm but, but the, and then the Riker's fucked up about it 
Yeah. But so, he's like, hey. And, and then at the end, Riker says, well, okay, the judge who, who condemned her to that fate, you can come on board the Enterprise and I'll probably invite you to car play cards with still like we were before, but I'm going to be a little grumpy about it. And I'm like, really? You, you'll you'll still hang out with these people, this person so, afterwards? So well, I think but that, but that's I, part I of it. That's part of Star Trek, though, is to right. say, okay, we... Like it, it's not humans' place to go out. That's why we have the prime directive. It's not our yeah. place to go out and say this is what we believe. So we're going to force you to do it. And if Brian. they don't do what we believe, yeah. then you just gotta. You can't be a dick about it. You just be like, okay. This is well, where I'm I think Brian, happy about Brian it, is going to be in trouble because right, right. where you can count on Star Trek and Doctor Who to some extent to have this this assumed. Uh, moral foreground as a as a as a way to look at these stories being told with some uh, analogous measure of social message. This is not that kind of show, even though it's science fiction. I don't feel. Now we'll see where it goes, but I don't think you're going to get that same satisfaction out of it that you do from Trek and who. Well, Brian. I guess. Brian. This is where, because we ordinarily, we agree on a lot of things, yeah. even politically. On this one, <laughs> I, I got to say, while I did agree with the characters on the show, I was okay with the way that it ended because I felt, one, I felt like you've had numerous Star Trek episodes that ended the same way, but I felt like you probably had the same reaction to those. <laughs> I have the viewpoint of, I get where I agree with the, the, the human characters, but at the same time, I do acknowledge that this is a separate culture, and I don't know a whole lot about this culture, and I do feel like you might be putting your own feelings on a whole culture that's not your own. And there well, is a I, part of me that thinks, maybe I'm not the total moral support, uh, uh, moral superiority here. Maybe... There's an aspect of this that I just don't understand. Now, yes, I'm not saying well, that I don't agree with the human characters, yeah. but I'm also not upset with how the episode ended. Well, I mean, I'm willing to say, okay, it was written by Brandon Braga. He's always been terrible. Well, let's just move on to the next episode and see what. <laughs> you I have to pull better. yourself out. I, I, of but it but, in order but to you're look totally missing way. my point. Well, yeah, I don't actually are. think the episode was written terribly. I actually uh, feel like that was a good ending to that episode. Well, I, I actually, I actually think the the episode was well written, and I'll, I'll tell you why. And this is something you don't get a lot in in current media, which is, and I'm I'm with Michael. I, I agree with you know the human the union characters on the show, which was you shouldn't do yeah. this thing. But I liked that, um, you know, the captain is sitting there going, you know, are we looking at it from the right? from the right yeah. perspective. If if a human was born with an extra leg, we'd cut that off. If they had a tail, we cut that off and we don't think anything about it. So like, I even though I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I love so that they I had love that the scene in the episode that they yeah, were sitting but, there going, Hey, maybe I'm not the moral authority. Maybe we should look at it from their perspective, which is kind of, you know, what isn't that Trek the is kind polar of about. opposite to Rick and Morty? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is so, the polar opposite to Rick and Morty. Whereas Rick and Morty's like, I don't give a shit what this society feels. How I feel is the right way. Obviously, these, this society is full of morons. So we're going to kidnap that baby. We're going to murder everybody in this room. And 
we're gonna play yeah. Tony 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 while we do it. That's right. <laughs> it, it feels good, good Patrick. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> I fucking love this song. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, are you watching Rick and Morty? I I do not. I've not had time. I've seen about the oh. most of the first season, and I liked what I saw. I just haven't had. I found it a time to track down an easy way to find it. So the For third a, season uh, uh, is really amazing. Is oh, well okay? It's a slight departure from the light-hearted. Uh, I don't know. It's certainly darker. It is it's certainly, certainly darker. darker. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely a darker show. I will say that the first two seasons in its entirety, I believe, are available to watch either on Hulu or uh, the Adult Swim website. Most of the episodes for season three are freely available because that's how I've been watching it. Uh, The last three episodes are not yet available for season three, even though the season ended last uh, Sunday. Uh, and I, I just a, marked the well, time. I was watching. Tell you, <laughs> I bought them on uh, I, I, Apple. I, I, I was watching season them. one on the the cartoon. Was it you? Uh, Adult Swim Adult website. Swim. Swim. And then suddenly they. I, I was like two thirds of the way through, and suddenly they took away season one. And I was like, okay. And then season two, I was like, it seemed to be starting picking up on some story left over from season one that I didn't get to see. So I never really got back to it after that. So maybe they're back I up would, there now. Maybe I need to go look again. It's been a don't while. You have, don't you have Hulu? Uh, no. Right? Not, not, oh, I have well, not never mind. found a reason to get I have a Hulu. pamphlet for you, Brian. You might want to read up on some of the <laughs> I, I know there are other ways. I'm yeah. just lazy, and I've got all this other programming I'm watching. So. Brian, I, you know, Lord Zenu has nothing oh, for you. Stay away speaking, from him. Speaking of programming, I I have been doing a a comp- competition between the Orville and uh, Paul Feige Feige Feige's, Feige's? Uh, t- Feige. uh, uh, uh TV series that he did for uh, the attempt at Yahoo TV. Um, he did a series called Other Space, which is very much a sitcom set aboard a starship, boldly going where no man has gone before. <laughs> Um, and the premise Where's my prices right horns. Yes. The, 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 the <laughs> premise is incredibly similar. Um, and, uh, I've been doing kind of eat comparing each episode, episode one versus episode one, episode two versus episode two. Uh, and I have found other space to be amazingly funny. Um, episode three might've been their funniest episode. I will say that episode three of the Orville, however, was much more ambitious, actually having a message, a message that had not already been done on Star Trek and was trying to do reasonably putting a reasonable amount of effort as much as Voyager enterprise ever did to trying to examine the issue uh, from all sides. And so I have to admit that Whereas or other space has done nothing but just leave me laughing for 30 minutes at a time. So, okay. Uh, Orville does seem more ambitious and that's why I'm going to stick with Orville for a while and see what, where it goes. Here's my honest to God. What an of odd what decision. Is. What my honest to God viewpoint of what Orville is, is Seth MacFarlane really likes Star Trek, the next generation. He wanted to have more of that on the air and he felt this was his way of doing that. So, because I really I feel like it, it's basically Star Trek: The Next Generation with some jokes thrown. Well, in. I I have to admit, I, really I, I feel like, like that. Yeah, I feel like Seth MacFarlane is having more fun making these episodes than I am having watching them. I will definitely agree to that. <laughs> so. I, I don't agree with that assessment at all, Michael. I, 
I feel okay, like okay. yes, he is. Well, let me explain what I mean. So okay, yes, okay. I think he is a huge Star Trek fan. Uh, Star Wars too, by the way. Uh, yep. He Clearly. had the opportunity, probably pushed for it quite a bit, to create mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. show loosely based on the the TNG way of loosely. doing Trek, and uh, but he's still doing his own thing, right? He got a few connections, but it's still very much his style and brand of humor. No, and, it is. Uh, I, I, I don't want to give the impression that I'm saying he's ripping off Star Trek. Well, what I'm you said saying... was it's a few jokes sprinkled in there. Why he's doing stuff, episode felt. He's well, doing this, stuff this, that would yeah. never appear in Trek. I'm, this is what, what I'm basically getting, because I don't disagree with your statements. What I'm basically saying is, is I feel like he's tr- he is putting something on that is very similar to something that he used to love, but, because that's clearly the baseline, but he's clearly taking it and moving forward because he's an artist. He's taking it and he's going forward. So I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just strongly believe that the baseline for this was I really love Star Trek and because we haven't been able to get Star Trek in such a long time, I'm going to put something out there in the world that's very similar but i'm going to put my own stamp on it because don't get me wrong i think orville is a very well done show i don't think it's ripping off star trek but i do think that's where the source of the inspiration came from because there are well very, yeah I, very that, that seems pretty clear but right. what well, I, I enjoy about watching the orville is that it isn't connected to any of the star Continuity. trek at all continuity at all right so if they decide, right, right. oh, teleporters work by shoving a rod up your ass and then they fling right, you out right. into space and, you know, whatever, whatever they decide. Right. That's right. all fine because we're establishing all new shit here. So right, that's yeah. pretty and great. It, it, it's I, I agree. Elite, that hopefully it doesn't work out that way because that seems really uncomfortable. They would call <laughs> the teleporters well, the uncomfortable well, place machine. That explains they, why they always use shuttlecraft. They're yeah. they're already they're already <laughs> doing things that you don't see. Like the joke about Kermit the Frog, I actually really thought was great. I like when he was talking about why he thought Kermit the Frog was his role model. He was like, He's a great leader, he's uh, always calm under fire, and I was like, "That's funny. That's a joke." But he is accurately describing Kermit the Frog. That's oh, yeah. why I thought that joke was hilarious. <laughs> His humor, a, a lot of it anyway, comes from a place of a genuine human observation. Like the mm. two guys standing next to the the beam of the Death Star in Blue mm. Harvest, going, "There really should be a freaking rail here." <laughs> <laughs> A long drop off. <laughs> I gotta say, I loved the uh, the ending the ending joke on uh, episode two, which is just all of the reality TV. Uh, thing. Yeah, I, I, that made me that laugh. I laughed my ass off of that. It's like, well, wait, you want a good exhibit for humans? Yeah, sure. I I got something for you, and it's yeah. just you know. <laughs> well. I'm Real Housewives here. of Atlanta. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this: the Orville is different enough from Star Trek that my girlfriend is watching it, and I and I feel sometimes weird because I'm I'm watching what I feel is a very 
close relationship to Star Trek, but I'm watching it with my girlfriend, someone who has absolutely no interest in Star Trek. <laughs> and it's it's kind of weird. Like, I'm watching what is effectively Star Trek with my girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I owned copies of the Orville on DVD, I would put them on the Star Trek shelf along with Galaxy Quest and Forbidden Planet uh, and Master and Commander. So before we go, I have a suggestion for everyone. And this is not just uh, as previously for, for Patrick in video games. This is more broadly to the, to the sci fidelity community of listeners and participants. If you have Netflix, you need to go watch big mouth, a sci, uh, a Netflix original. You're going to laugh your genitalia right off. It is definitely 100% for mature audiences only. I have been. But oh, is, wait. Is, is this our, is that our Netflix recommendation show? Because I, I got one. It's not necessarily sci-fi. It's about kids in middle school or junior high or something like that. But uh, if you appreciate our sort of dick and fart humor, then uh, you will love the hell out of this show. It's a it's a the voices and writing of a lot of SNL people. Yeah, it's animated apparently. It is animated. So, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean unlike our show, it, it actually comes out fairly regularly. Oh. Wow man. They didn't realize it until you mentioned why, it, Brian. Why, why, Thanks a lot, Brian. Why you gotta Dick. why you gotta do a sick burn against the show that you were on? <laughs> I don't know, Brian. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's like, I'm burning this bitch down. Uh, <laughs> hey, I want the Orville to be good, and I think it could get there. It's definitely trying. Yeah, oh, well, you know oh, what, Brian? And, I ain't never been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brian, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I expect a lot of people to do what you did. Was the second you saw Brian, Brian, uh, Brandon Braga's name, you just dismissed that whole episode. I didn't Fuck see him till episode three. I didn't realize he was an executive producer till episode three. So. Yeah, which was but actually the, the episode. Him, uh, that was the episode I liked the most. <laughs> you bitch about it a lot. <laughs> uh, well, can't let it go. Yeah, it was really everyone's reaction to the end. I was like, okay, I I kind of like the what, what we tried to do. I just don't know if we stuck the landing. So, <laughs> okay. So in in Brian's defense, I will say um, that. So here's the thing: we haven't actually seen the ending. Like 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 they the baby comes out and they're like, okay, it's had the surgery. I mean, what do you expect them to do? They're all they're on the aliens yeah, planet. Oh. Like fuck you and fuck you and you're all fucked up. No, they're not gonna do that. That would be. That would one diplomatically that'd be fucked up. Also, they do all sorts of things that are fucked up diplomatically. I, I, I know. Oh, yes, but those guys are a lot stronger than them, and you don't want to piss off like a whole planet of people. Uh, that, <laughs> that's that's their security bad. chief. She'd keep them fine. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Brian. You know what the fuck we're talking about? Pulls out a, yeah, until I, somebody I, pulls out a phaser. I, but, I, I, Brian's I, really I, brave I, with somebody else's ass. I yeah, I, yeah exactly. <laughs> I I did like the, the little subtle. This. I did like the little subtle dig about a whole society bit of men and how it was just a bunch of war shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that yeah. was fun. <laughs> but I, but here's the thing. I, I felt, and maybe this is me, just my interpretation of it. When they're back on the ship and, and Bordas is there it, and you know, it's like Clyden comes out and they're looking at the baby 
And Bordas, he's not happy, you know, he's not at all like, okay, whatever. But he's like, all right, look, we got a kid together, so this is fine. But I got the impression he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to forget this bullshit, though. Well, you, true. You're on my shit list. They, they have you're shown. On my shit list. They have shown that they're willing to do arcs and develop things over several episodes. So there is, I, I'm curious to see how oh. this is, what happens in oh. episode four and five and six and going forward. By the by, the time we hit the season finale for season one, I'm pretty sure him and his ex-wife are going to be back together. I think we all oh, see well, that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully um, not. I don't like not. it. I'd actually <laughs> hope they don't get together. You What's your issue with Mockingbird? Say, we yeah, can, exactly. We can let him date for a while. That'd be fine. Have you seen Bobby Morris? Holy shit. I was going to uh, say, what's your yeah. beef with Mockingbird? She is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and also, she realized she fucked up. You know, you get a little blue jizz in the face, and you're like, okay, maybe I need to take stock on my life and my life choices. <laughs> this is what happens that bed. when you fuck the Blue Man group. <laughs> Patrick, I want to get your suggestion in on Netflix before we wrap. Oh, I'm just going to say Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, um, yeah. So it's, it's genre, it's zombies, but it's a comedy. And uh, yeah. it's, I, I fucking laughed my Drew ass Barrymore. Off. Drew Barrymore. Well done. And, uh, was it Timothy Oliphant? Yep. Yep. Um, yes. And, Who uh, knew Timothy like Oliphant could that. be that funny? Exactly. He did a good job, man. Exactly. Well, because he, he plays it straight, but he plays straight really, really well. Oh, and it's I watched, fucking hilarious. I watched every season of Justified. I love Timothy Oliphant, but I didn't know he could do comedy that well. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to see a comedy of errors, you should follow us on social media where we just mess stuff up on purpose, it seems. <laughs> We're actually trying pretty hard to get it right. It just doesn't always go that way. You can follow us at Sci-Fi Show on Twitter, and we're on Facebook, uh, fb.com forward slash sci-fi show you'll need to be signed in to get on that one we have a website at sci-fi show.net thank you for downloading listening and subscribing this show is made possible by our supporters on patreon we appreciate your support patreon.com forward slash sci-fi show if you want to send feedback to the show you can do it it's feedback at sci sci hyphen fidelity podcast Dot com. Why is that you are all different, Steve? Because we did it wrong. Because we did it wrong. SCI-FidelityPodcast.com. That also works. You can do that, too. Wouldn't that be feedback at? Yeah, but it's also the web. I want to be sure we got the whole thing. Anyway, people know how email works. Do it. <laughs> Until next time, Dude, I'm, you know what Steve. I'm trying to say. This, this is, is Michael. Patrick. Okay, I'll try that again. This is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> this is Patrick? What? This is Steve. I'm waiting on Brian, who appears right. to be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brian. Check out Other Space. It's awesomely funny. Check out Inner Space, too. That's fun. Hey, Voltron is cool. He was if we're all naming check shows. Check out another podcast. Vol- that would have been fucked up. <laughs> I like the Voltron. Westbrook Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye y'all <laughs>